Hey everybody, welcome to Props and Hops, a betting and beer podcast powered by Dimers.com and part of Blue Wire Hustle. I'm Matt Landis, and in this episode, we welcome back professional better, the Hitman. You may recall we previously had the Hitman on for an in-depth two-part conversation. That went down as episodes 49 and 50 back in June, and this discussion wasn't so much of a deep dive. In fact, it's the first in a series of short, fun, and insightful bonus interviews I'm doing this week from BetBash, the sports betting networking event hosted by professional better Spanky. BetBash is taking place tomorrow night in Jersey City if you're listening on the day of this episode's release. And in fact, I'll have new episodes dropping throughout the week with some of the biggest names in sports betting who are going to be attending BetBash, so be sure to follow Props and Hops wherever you get your podcasts if you aren't already. And I've got to say, I'm proud to be representing my partners at Dimers here at BetBash, and I'd encourage you to go ahead and check out Dimers.com for analytics-driven predictions, information on the best legal U.S. sportsbooks you can join, and a community of fellow like-minded sports bettors. As far as this episode goes and my conversation with the Hitman, we explore the value of networking, his favorite follows in gambling Twitter and sports betting podcasts, and we also deliver on the promise of both the props and the hops, getting into a couple NFL preseason week 3 bets, plus a drinking experience to pair with the action. And on that note, enjoy my conversation with professional better, the Hitman. All right, I'm here with the Hitman. Welcome back to Props and Hops, and I'm excited to be in the same state as you this time with BetBash right around the corner. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to, that you got to experience Newark Airport, otherwise known as the, the worst airport in the entire country. There, there's a lot of good things about New Jersey and a lot of bad things, and the good things is the betting market. We have 25 sports books. We have Jersey Shore. We got pretty good food, all that stuff, and the bad stuff, kind of the, the Newark area and some of the, the airport there. But happy to have you, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing a bunch of people that you've had on and you on Wednesday. Yeah, likewise. It'll be great to meet you as well as a bunch of other guests who have been so generous to join Thanks the show. Join. and. I'm excited to yeah experience the the good side. You mentioned a lot of the pros of the Jersey area that I've been looking forward to. Uh, for context, for anybody listening, we're recording this uh, fresh off a cross country flight for me, but I actually almost spent more time at the Newark airport than flying cross country uh, between the tarmac baggage claim and and getting an Uber. It was about two hours all in. So excited to be off my feet, out of the airport for now, and uh, yeah cannot wait to connect with some great people at Bet Bash, And I think that's a good transition into just quickly hitting on what you're looking forward to most at the event. I know it's going to be a lot of cool people to meet, but maybe is there anybody specifically you look forward to meeting or, or anything about the event that stands out when uh, you made the commitment to go ahead and, and plan on being there? Yeah, nobody really specifically. I mean, uh, the, a lot of the people there are people that I've admired from afar. And hopefully some of those people that know me, they also think that I'm decent at what I do, and I provide positives to the community. Um, nobody in particular, but I, I've spoke before about networking is just so important when you're betting. I mean, I would be a shell of myself right now if I didn't meet other people that, one, taught me the ways on how to do things, but two, people that share information with me. They share good bets that they find, and then I do the same for them. So just to be able to add to that networking, I mean, it's absolutely invaluable. I mean, they, they 
I, I think they charged us 70 bucks to be there with an open bar and free food. But I mean, they could have charged much more than that just because of the people that you're interacting with. It, it's invaluable, as I said. So looking forward to it and to meeting a, a bunch of new people. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are trying to maybe share account or give accounts and exchange like, hey, I get you an account, you get me an account, all that type of stuff. So I'm, I'm anticipating that it's going to be very productive. Yeah, I mean, we're always looking for plus EV bets. And when you talk about the $70 cover charge, so to speak, for Bet Bash, it seems like that might be about as plus EV as it gets. And you've done a good job outlining the importance of networking. And I don't know if I've necessarily been surprised, but I've definitely been picking up more on the topic of networking Recently, a lot of people I've been talking to that I respect in this space have, have really been talking about just how valuable it is. And to that end, uh, for any aspiring betters, I'm wondering if there might be you know, any tips that you've learned along the way when it comes to building out a network. It can be intimidating if somebody is just starting out or even if somebody's kind of established, but they're trying to reach out to maybe somebody they've been admiring for a long time. What do you recommend to betters when it comes to building that network? Yeah, well, the best piece of advice I could give you is try to make an incentivizing for a person to maybe potentially want to work with you and give you information or maybe want to strike a deal with them. I mean, when I first started, I was a nobody also. And a lot some people found me because they thought I was doing good work with all my write-ups and my analysis and all that. And then there was other people that I would reach out to and say, Hey, listen, like, um, I can do this for you. I can maybe get you a few accounts of, in exchange. You could get me an account. And that way that I'm giving them something because as much as I love, like I, I'd love to talk to everybody there and I will talk to everybody there. But if there was a bunch of people that are just looking to gain something from me, it, it's impossible for me to devote all my time to that where, where with how busy I am. So for me to like really want to work personally, for me to want to really work with somebody betting wise and everything, I got to think that there is motivation for me that I'm going to get something from them. And then they believe that they're going to get something useful from me. And you make a partnership and you, you attack these, um, these books together. So that, that would be my best piece of advice for anyone looking to reach out to anybody, any pro, not just me, but any pro out there, have a plan on how you can potentially help that person. And then a lot of times these people will be willing to help you if, if you can help them. Yeah, I love that. It's, you know, even in the business world, it translates to betting, but having that value proposition can really go a long way in, in trying to find a way to make a partnership or, or any kind of relationship mutually beneficial. And to that end, when it comes to what we're doing here as betters, a really prominent way for people to connect, it's how I connected with you and so many others, would be using Twitter. There are other platforms, but Twitter is probably the biggest, most common one out there. And I'm wondering if there are any favorite gambling Twitter follows is, you know, these might be people who will be at Bet Bash, but as we're talking about ways to build a network or for betters to expand their knowledge base, any gambling Twitter follows that you'd highly recommend? It's so hard to single people out because I know I'm going to forget. I'm going to forget some people. And, you know, as much as Twitter can be a cesspool of like a bunch of touts that don't win, that are trying to sell you something and everything, it, it really can be used as a useful product as long as you're able to um, decipher who's actually legit and who's not. Um, I mean, I, I've said before, I think like for content wise, this isn't even with gambling, but it's just with football in general, 
Um, the guys have established a runner, some people that I've never even talked to them, but I've just followed them from afar and they give really good analysis on stuff. They're really ahead of the market on a lot of like player news. Like they'll be telling you like, Oh, this guy is falling on um, the depth chart and, and all that stuff. So they, they get ahead of that. Those would be some of the top guys I'd um, recommend. But then as far as gambling Twitter, I mean, there's so many good guys that you could point to, but um, all, all, so it's hard for me to single someone out, but all I'd recommend is that when you're doing that, just be able to decipher who is legit, who's not. And if you have questions about it, I mean, you could always reach out to other people and say, Hey, um, do you think this guy is, is he for real? Should I be listening to his advice? So that, that's, that's what I'd have to say on that. Cool. Yeah. And I, I don't want to press you too hard to single somebody out for fear of omitting so many other worthy options. I know there's a bunch out there, but I will be speaking with a few people over the, the course of the week that will be at Bet Bash. If there's anybody that comes to mind first right now, this might not necessarily be your favorite definitive, you know, forever answer. But just are there any that come to mind now? And, and anybody that gets omitted here will probably come up in other conversations. But just when you think of like top gambling Twitter follows right now, um, yeah, are there any just initial handles that come to mind? Yeah, I mean, I don't know his exact Twitter handle, but I know Captain Jack Andrews. Um, mm-hmm. He does a really good job. Well, he's not going to like, give you picks or anything, but he, he does a good job at, for, I would say, for beginning level betters. He does a very good job with explaining um, certain how to use promotions and how to bet, like saying that you should focus on props, which are the lower hanging fruit than uh, sides and totals. So if anybody's like really getting into it and they want to follow, I, I'd follow Jack Andrews and check out some of his YouTube videos because they, they would be pretty useful for you, I would believe. Yeah, I love that you said that because, uh, spoiler alert, if anybody wants to listen in throughout the course of the week, I will be connecting with Jack. We have a, an interview scheduled in just a couple of days here. And on Twitter, he's at CapJack2000. That's C-A-P-J-A-C-K and then the number 2000. So at least one of our guests is going to give a different answer than you because I'm assuming Jack won't want to mention himself, but uh, can't, can't fault the logic there for singling him out. He does a great job in the betting education space. Um, I guess another area that could be, you know, uh, related to gambling Twitter or betting education, but um, a lot of, of worthy answers. But any favorite sports betting podcasts or any that come to mind, just again, that maybe you're just really into right now. You do a lot of great work giving picks on uh, the Dream Preview, and, and you've been, you know, on, on quite a few. But are there any that you love to listen to when you have your own time to dig into the podcast side of things? Um, so, yeah, anything with um, I'm, I'm friends with Steve. Fezzik and he does a good job on his podcast on dream preview. Um, I'd probably say the, the established to run, which I already mentioned, they have some really good podcasts. I know every week during the season, they have a AFC and an NFC breakdown of the week before. And they'll talk basically about everything that happened the week before of like player usage and what, who's trending up, who's trending down. So that, that, that's the, that, that's a pretty good one. Um, I, I'm, pretty friendly with uh, Suma uh, who's a tw- on um, Twitter and he's a, um, uh, a handicapper. And he, I think that he does a one with, I think Pizzola and I forgot who else is on it, but yeah, they do a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they use, they use a lot of analytics and everything, which is like different than some other places and everything. So I, th- I think those are some of the, uh, 
the top ones that I would um, that I definitely listen to to get a different perspective th- than my own on stuff. And th- that that's some people that I'd recommend. Yeah, nice, love it. And I'll go ahead and uh, mention Sumo's Twitter handle as well because he'd be a, a very worthy answer to any favorite gambling Twitter follows. He's at S U U M A eight ten. And yeah, he, Rob Pizzola, and Drew Dinsick, aka Whale Capper, do an awesome job on the Matchbook Football Podcast. I think that's coming back soon, so it would be great to see the three of them get back at it this year. Um, in terms of what you've been up to, I'd love to also work one NFL bet into this conversation. And I know this time of year, preseason can be such an advantageous way to get at things. A lot of people either find it too unpredictable or find the limits to be too low if they're really heavy hitters. Or sometimes people are just busy with other things in life. And it's also kind of a pain for the books to price it for some of the same reasons. So what would you say you're looking at as we enter the third and and for the first time, the third and final week of the preseason? Yeah, I mean, for the preseason in general, I mean, the the edge is absolutely huge. I mean, I I wish as far as sides and totals. I, I like the regular season because of the props and everything and all that I could bet. But if you're just telling me I could only bet side and totals, it's a no-brainer that the preseason is better to bet than the regular season. And a lot of people, like the, the common bettors, will think, oh, well, it's too unpredictable. You don't know about these third stringers and everything. Well, you know what? In the regular season, if a lot moves a point or two, that's considered a big move. In the preseason – I mean, earlier today I played Seattle at Pickham, and they're laying six now in a matter of eight hours. So, I mean, and it's just all based off information. Seattle's going to play their starters in all likelihood, and the Chargers and Justin Herbert, they're not playing their starters this preseason, or at least most of them. So the edge in the preseason, it's ginormous because you just have to be able to track who's playing their guys and – and who's not? It's really that simple of a handicap. I don't care about stuff like trends. And, I mean, motivation to win sometimes will be relevant. Like, you know the Ravens are always going to play to win in the preseason and all that. But it's one of those things that information will come out, and you will have a window to attack that information. It won't move instantly. You will have some time if you're really grinding it, though. If you don't have the time to grind some of the reports – that come out, the beat writers that are saying what a coach is going to do for the preseason, then it's going to be tougher for you. But if you are willing to grind all those reports, then you're going to find some of the absolute best bets that you will find the entire year in the preseason. Yeah, and you mentioned that Seahawks line. That's a great one. Right as soon as you said it, I was kicking myself because I know that Pete Carroll – historically tends to be one of those coaches that cares more. I don't know if anybody is at John Harbaugh's level, but Carroll's known to be a guy that will more or less play to win in the preseason. And Brandon Staley has been an open book about not caring, just wanting to get to week one healthy with the Chargers. So that makes all the sense in the world. Although, yeah, six-point line move. We're not going to see that uh, very often in the regular season, barring some sort of quarterback injury or or big-time COVID news. So in terms of what is bettable now, is there anything – knowing that lines can move by the time people hear this as we record Monday night at about 9 p.m. Eastern, is there anything that you think might still be around by the time people hear this on Tuesday that could be bettable? Okay, so I'll I'll give you two, and I'm actually looking at Don Pest right now to seeing what's still available. Um, Because I I did bet over, I bet like 10 preseason games 
this morning and some of them have moved five, six points. It's, it's ridiculous. But um, I think Cleveland – or excuse me, Atlanta plus five and a half hosting Cleveland. Atlanta's come out and said that they're going to play their starters. Now, we don't know how long they're going to. That information's not out, but they are going to play them. And Cleveland has said that they don't know what they're doing yet. And some of the beat writers are, are close to Cleveland, obviously – They've said that, in their opinion, they think they're not going to play their guys. Now, with that said, even if they do play their guys, five and a half points on the road. And I know Atlanta's been bad this preseason. I know A.J. McCarron just got hurt for them. But five and a half points on the road is a lot. And now, especially that we have the possibility that Cleveland's not going to play their starters. I, I played Cleveland plus seven, Atlanta plus seven. I played some plus six. And I still think that has value at five and a half. And the other one that I would give is Tampa Bay minus four right now. I, I played minus three. I played minus three and a half on that one. Uh, as long as everything checks out with the Bucks, Corona wise, which Bruce Arians is saying all good so far. And I, I anticipate that it will, although there's always a possibility it backfires. But as long as everything goes out as good Corona-wise, because they were some of them were um, around Mike Rabel this past week, I would say that that line, at least for the first half, I would say should be minus six. And then the second half, theoretically, would be pick them at that point. So I think the Tampa should at least be laying six. They're going to play their starters the entire first half. Houston has said that also. But obviously, it's arguably the best team in the league against arguably the worst team in the league for the first half. So I, I think that that – that line is short right now, and I, I think that minus six would probably be the, the more appropriate number. Awesome. Two preseason bets for week three, and with the Falcons, you mentioned it has trickled up a bit, um, or I guess it's come down a bit from about seven. Would you say five and a half is about – do you have a price floor for Atlanta and maybe a price ceiling for Tampa Bay? Yeah, for, for Tampa Bay, I'd probably be willing to go up to minus four and a half because – I know I said I'd make it minus six, but five and five and a half kind of are key numbers even in preseason. And then Atlanta, I would think that that one's bettable. It's bettable at the five and a half right now. I'd probably go down to four and a half on that one. But if you do hear that Cleveland isn't playing starters, I think you could go all the way down to three if that information does come out. Got it. Yeah, good to know. And you mentioned finding, you know, information just following beat reporters. Is that really the best way to gather information when it comes to preseason betting? I mean, there are so many gambling Twitter follows in terms of pro bettors, but also just making sure you're following beat reporters for every team is it sounds like it might be a bit of work to compile lists and do all that. But is that really the most effective way for you to yeah. get start on what's coming? Yeah, that's the most effective. But again, you got to be prepared to grind a lot of hours and you got to be prepared for your Twitter feed to just have a lot of junk that's not relevant on it when you're following that many people. So, I mean, it really it, it is a lot of work to be able to to find all that stuff, but if you're doing it for a living as I am that and it's paying your bills, you know, then you kind of got to do it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this whole endeavor is trying to sift through the noise to isolate the signal. And sometimes you're sifting through a lot of stuff. But when you can get, you know, one good nugget out of it, it can be worthwhile. So if anybody out there has the time and is willing to put in the effort to maybe create, you know, Twitter lists with beat reporters, that might be a way to keep the main feed clean and then just go into a list when you want that info. Although then again, if you don't have that list up all the time, like you might with your feed, uh, you might be missing something too. So it's probably just as much of an art as it is a science. 
Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> cool. Well, I'd like to wrap up uh, with uh, one thing weaving in, once again, the other pillar of this podcast. When we last spoke, you mentioned that you weren't much of a beer guy, but we could meet halfway and, and you liked some good cocktails. So just out of curiosity, how would you describe your favorite drinking experience this summer? My favorite drinking experience this summer? Well, I guess I'm obligated to say that it was I was in the Bahamas and I got engaged in the Bahamas last month. Oh, and, congratulations. Um, yes, thank you. And um, after we did it, uh, we stayed at a really nice hotel and it turned out uh, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, like the list goes on and on, uh, like half the Hawks roster. There was a lot of famous athletes that – were, were there and everything. And I remember after we got engaged, like we went out for drinks at the hotel and we were at the craps table and everything. And we saw Kevin Herter of the Hawks walked by us. Uh, Rob Ryan, um, now the linebackers coach for the Ravens, he walked by. Um, I didn't get the chance to, to say anything. They were busy with their significant others. I, I didn't approach them and everything, but that was kind of cool to get engaged in the Bahamas. And then, um, get to have a few drinks with the, the future misses and get to see a bunch of star athletes and all that. So I, I usually, I either stick with a Jack and Coke if I'm drinking whiskey. And then if I'm vodka, I get, I get a little softer. I, I'm, I could go for like a good cosmopolitan, which some people make fun of me for, but I don't care. I'm more about the taste and that's why I'm more of a, a liquor drinker than I am beer drinker. So that would probably be my best uh, experience for the summer. Yeah, I mean, to each their own, everybody's got their own palate. And if that's what you like to drink, I know we kind of talked about it last time, but there, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I feel like more people could benefit from just being secure enough to go that route. And also with the with the environment, a, a common theme in some recent episodes has been the environment around what you're drinking, not just the the beer or cocktail itself, but the company that you're with, the the setting you're in. I mean, in the Bahamas, fresh off of getting engaged with uh, just an A-list of athletes there, uh, you know, doing their thing too. That sounds like an absolute blast. So it seems like across the board, a pretty big hit with that. I uh, love that story. And I want to let people know to follow you on Twitter because I also love the insight that you share there at Hitman428. Uh, thank you for doing this again. I can't wait to meet in person at Bat Bash in less than 48 hours now. Um, and in the meantime, look forward to getting this out to some people before Bet Bash even begins. Yes, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to it. And I like I said, I'd recommend if anybody can get out there, it's a good experience to just meet a lot of people uh, that do do something similar to you, and you can help some people. They can help you. So yeah, appreciate it, and uh, looking forward to it. <laughs>